I'm Lauren Dimmitt Waters. I'm a New York City-based blogger and influencer who has been covering beauty, fashion, and lifestyle for what seems like forever. But now I'm a woman in midlife who wants to discover all the secrets to growing younger. I'm ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, wellness, and longevity. I'll unearth what works and what you shouldn't waste your money on. Even if it's crazy, I'll hunt down the latest and greatest to help us all get through this journey called life with a little humor and a lot of attitude. I want to keep fighting the fight so we can all grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. Hey, everybody. It's Lauren Dimmitt Waters with a new episode of Beauty is a Bitch. How are you all today? And I am so excited for this guest. Um, We've been kind of going back and forth on Instagram uh, messaging. So uh, my guest today is Terry Turner. She is an author, podcaster, blogger, and a mother turned influencer later in life and midlife. And she is the author of my Whole30 Bible cookbook, uh, No Crumbs Left. And she has this now a popular Instagram, a blog where I get lots of recipes And she is a wonderful down-to-earth inspiration for what to cook for dinner. She's a self-described gal who just loves to eat. Terry inspires new cooks to roll up their sleeves and truly learn how to cook, whether it's her much-loved Friday favorites newsletter or in her podcast, No Crumbs Left, Table Talks. Terry always brings in special people into her life who delve into food, life, and everything in between. Hi, Terry. Thanks so much for having me. Good morning. Good morning. I can't believe I'm actually speaking with you. Um, just to let everybody know, I have done Whole30 about four times. And two times ago, I do it with girlfriends so that we can all cook and share food. And one of them brought out this cookbook and it was No Crumbs Left. I, I wish you could all see it because I'm going to show it to Terry. We can see each other. I have pieces. I have folded. And there, it's it's I've got pieces of paper from the printed out blog recipes I get from your blog. And I used to, the, when I, I ran out and bought it, I mean, I, I ordered it immediately as soon as she showed it to me. I was like, oh my God, these recipes look fantastic. We used it a bit that time, but this last time um, when I did Whole30 after the holidays in, in January, I used it constantly. And it was life. I mean, I served recipes from this to my family. Um, I became like the, the breakout star of uh, this session of Whole30. <laughs> so I can honestly say I've tried many of these recipes. So tell me how this came to be. Like, how did you become the Whole30 cookbook guru? Well, my first of all, thank you. Um, the recipes, by the way, are delicious whether you're doing Whole30 or not. And I think that's the difference, I, I would say, in what some of the things that, that I do is that the food's just delicious. So whether you're doing Whole30 or you just like delicious food, because my feeling is if I can make something that's really spectacular, that's dairy-free and gluten-free, but really wonderful, like why wouldn't we want to, you know? So, um, you know, that's really been the fun thing. I have always loved sharing recipes. I've always been a person who loves to cook. I always say that it's been my mistress since I was about 20 years old. So it's been my companion and my mistress throughout my entire life, you know, meeting foodies, learning to love to cook, trying new recipes, going to the farmer's market. And foodies, farmers, bakers, 
they're the best kind of people that are just really, really passionate about life. So um, it's just really what I always enjoyed. Uh, I've not been to cooking school. I'm a home cook, um, but I have a, a, a life of practicing to cook all of the time. Uh, and and it, it fills my life. Um, and I really, I had an Instagram with 44 people following along. And the idea was if I was traveling with my partner, my kids who are now out of the house, they could see what I, where I was and what I was doing. And I had my little group of friends following and, and all of that. And, you know, at some point I was like, I wonder if I could have more than 44 followers, you know? And, and so I kind of made it a goal. Like, what if I, what if I could have 200 followers or what if I could have a thousand? And so I just really did what I, what I'm still doing, which is sharing what I'm making for dinner, talking about food, talking about recipes, but a lot more than just recipes. It's like inspiring people, um, you know, people our age, you know, people my age and, but people much, much younger to get in the kitchen and to reclaim cooking. You know, we live in a world where we're on our iPhone, myself included, and um, just cooking and that communing in the kitchen with friends, whether it's your kids, your neighbor, um, you know, so important. And one of the things I love what you did is that you do it with your friends. And it's like, why not? All the time I'm making things. And then, you know, yesterday I was making a new uh, Clementine dressing. It's a whole new Whole30 cob. You are going to love it. It's so great. It's going to come out. <laughs> I'm sure I will. <laughs> and I said to my friend, she had seen me on Saturday. She came up to Michigan and I made it for her. And she was like, I really want to make the salad. But I know she's busy. And I was making the dressing yesterday. And I said, um, let me ask you a question. Do you want me just to make the dressing for you and put together the spice bun? And she goes, like the greatest thing. Yeah. So um, anyways, I did. And I think sharing food with your neighbors, with your friends, cooking together, and especially when doing Whole30, having a buddy that you cook with, it is crucial. I mean, anytime someone's like, can I make half a heroin chicken? And we call it heroin chicken because you're a hero every time you make it. I'm like, no, make the whole thing and give half away. I mean, it's just so lovely to, you know, to eat with people. I think it's one of the things in the pandemic that I really have missed is just being with my friends, having a meal and it was so wonderful to uh, be able to be with my friend the other day and, and enjoy a meal. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I did. I, I went and I bought tons of, you know, containers and I would just, you know, separate it and portion it out for everybody. And I'd make the sauce and I'm like, put it together this way. And, and, and it was, you know, it was fabulous, but it got to the point where even my, my husband and my kids were like, can you make that again? And I'm sure you know, I can eat it. You can eat it. And, you know, some of these recipes, even though I'm not doing whole 30 at the moment, um, are still going to stay in the, you know, in the equation. Cause they were just, they become family favorites, which is great. It happens, it happens to be that many of the magic elixirs, and those are like my shortcuts to, to deliciousness. They just are naturally Whole30. You know, my, my heroin chicken is just naturally Whole30. Right. So many of my recipes just are. And because I'm certainly not doing Whole30 all the time, I usually do it twice a year, maybe in January and September. Interestingly enough, right now, I started January 4th. Uh, my friend Stephanie at Cook by Color runs this amazing group. And, and um, you know, I do it to support myself. And also, I love just being a part of that group energy. I mean, it's so much fun. And I did the 30 days and then I was like, you know, I'm feeling really good. So why stop? I mean, I've eaten, I know how to eat a chocolate cake. I know how to eat cookies. They're all going to be there. So it's like, it's, there's no danger, you know? And at the end I didn't feel like, um, you know, cause during the pandemic, I felt like I overdid the whole year, you know, and I didn't, right. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like I need to end. So what I did was I just kept going and now I'm on day 75. Um, so I know I'll definitely end at some point, but in the meantime, I'm feeling really good. And because 
this year for me, it's a year of health and I really, I'm looking for permanent weight loss and, and health. I'm like, I don't need to stop right now. I can just, you know, keep doing it. Right. No, I, I, I hear you. I mean, I think for me, it was, um, I just really needed a cocktail. <laughs> so, you know, I, and I mean, I did find like the one thing that is, that is carried over from this last one is I just said, you know what, I'm just not going to drink during the week and I'm drinking a lot more club soda with lemon. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just not drinking as much. I thought I was going to be like, Oh my God, a glass of wine. And I, I wasn't, it was amazing. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, I love having my spin drift at night. Of course, you know, I mean, there's the new spike spin drift, which is exciting. Um, right. I love having a spindrift and vodka, but I got to the point where it's like that first few days you really are like, I want a cocktail. By day 30, I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm fine. And the booze is going to be there. Yep. So now I just feel so good and I'm sleeping better and that I'm like, you know, I'm going to be going away in April. I'm certainly going to be having a cocktail then, but I'm just, just unlike other times where it's been like, I'm dying to get off. I just am like, I'm not dying to get off. So I'm just going to keep going and I'm riding my Peloton and drinking my water and taking my walks. And Oh my God, we're like the same person. No, it's, it's funny because I, this last time, now the other three times I've done Whole30, I was dying, like dying. I, I was counting the minutes until it was over. And this last time I was having so much fun. I was in it to win it. Like I, I wasn't, I didn't even, I was like, oh, we're done. Like, you know, like I didn't even notice this time. So it was great. But I swear the difference was, is that I really researched recipes. I tried your recipes more. I used more of them. I, I went onto your blog. I copied recipes off there to try. And it, it's really interesting because I also took some other recipes, like, you know, that I found on Instagram or I did a little research. They're like whole 30 recipes and they weren't that good. And I think the difference was, and I could tell before I made it, I was like, eh, sounds good in theory. It, it's that you layer flavors, which I love. So the flavor profile of the food is, is like that much better. And I could tell with some of these other recipes that the flavors were not layered and that I wasn't going to like it as much. And sure enough, so I just, after a couple of those, I was like, forget it. And I just was exclusively making your recipes. Well, you know, what happens is there are you know all kinds of great recipes. I don't tend to always do, I have some simpler recipes, but the reality is I like the layering of flavors. I like that. So for somebody who they're the Instapot cook and all that, I'm, you know, I'm not that person. And I realize it's like, I'm just going to be who I am, you know, and if someone's on a Sunday has time or, you know, whatever, I, I, it makes the food more delicious. And a lot of times when I try to go and really going to simplify my, you know, Southeast Asian inspired curry, I'm going to do less ingredients. It isn't as good. So I just at a certain point, like my recipes are people who are like, yeah, I want to cook or I want to learn a new skill or, you know, you want to get in there. And, um, you know, that's what I do. And I used to kind of feel almost bad about it, you know, but I don't. But then there are recipes like my everyday roast chicken breast, skin on, bone on chicken, olive oil, salt and pepper, 375, you know, 25 minutes, base the heck out of it, another 10, maybe based one more time. And you've got something that is so delicious, whether you're making chicken salad, whether you're just having a lovely chicken breast for lunch, you know, whether you're going to pull it off and make a taco, you know, yesterday I did one and I'm cubing it today for this um, new uh, salad that I'm revealing. 
you know, there's just so many ways. So I do have easier recipes. And by the way, the magic elixirs are simple. I mean, marinated onions, hello, makes every single thing better. Sorry, but it does, except for chocolate cake. Right. I, it's funny. I, I was, I got hooked on um, this last time it, to the point where I sort of got sick of it, but um, I got the jicama wraps the, from uh, Trader Joe's. I put some of the homemade mayonnaise, the whole, you know, your mayonnaise on it, some chicken breast, I mean, some turkey breast. And then I just put some of the onions on there, your elixir onions, and, you know, would wrap it up. I ate that for like lunch so many days and I loved it, loved it, loved it. And then one day I made one, I was like, I can't eat this anymore. <laughs> I was over it. <laughs> but something a little different I'm doing with the mayonnaise now, because you know, when you make a whole 30 mayo, it doesn't, of course, it doesn't taste like helmets. I mean, let's face it. So what I've been doing is soaking like two prunes, chopping mm. them up, pureeing, and it takes away that because there's a little bit of sourness with the mayonnaise. And I've always been like, what do I do about that? Because then it's a chicken salad. You know, I mean, chicken salad is often, any chicken salad we're having anywhere, there's a little sugar in it. I mean, you, you right. put hummus mayo. It is what makes chicken salad so delicious. So I'm like, I really want delicious chicken salad. So it's like we, I do a couple of the prunes, you know, beautiful California prunes, and I soften them and then I puree, you know, cut them really small. And then I do it with the stick blender in there. And it's like really, it's a new, it's brand new. And it's, I'm, I'm telling you about it. I'm really excited about it. Oh yeah. And by the way, the tip with the light olive oil, extra light is like, that is the saving grace. But I got to tell you, my mom used to make, well, my mom was a mayonnaise person. And so we always had Hellman's in the house, but sometimes she would make homemade mayonnaise and it was like, you know, so amazing. I loved it. And that, that's one of the things that people get from following on Instagram is that I, there's, you know, there's daily stories, there's tips and tricks. If, if right. there's a day like on Sunday, I don't do stories and I'm doing ask a question, you can go down and you can look at, you know, a lot, a lot of different stories. So it's a lot of tips and tricks that really make people better cooks. I mean, you can take my everyday roast chicken breast and you can add so many different spice blends to it. You can do it so many different ways. You can take my stir fry, but you know, it's like that, that little lesson of taking it, putting a little arrowroot, salt and pepper and coconut oil and getting that beef, beef to really crisp up, you know, right. is lovely. Or learning that you have to cut certain meat against the grain. And if not, it's going to be really tough. I think these are the things that, that make my page great. And I, I do like it. And, you know, because I love, you know, I provide a lot of wonderful content. Of course, I'm delighted if you go and, and, you know, you can get the book on Amazon right now for like $17. Of course, I'm delighted if you, you know, buy them for all your friends and neighbors, but I'm delighted. And, and just to be able to, provide what I do and there's lots of free content and right. we have a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, no, I, I was, I, I explored the blog a lot. You would, I would, we would kind of message, message each other and you would be like, try this. I'm like, okay. So, and I made like lots of, lots of sauces and lots of elixirs and kept them in the refrigerator. And, you know, and my husband's like, what's going on here? <laughs> Completely confused. But it was, it's great. And now I'm like, I kind of want to do it again. But um, I, I'm, I, I have to admit, there's been a little sugar added back into my life. And you know what? I don't feel as good. It, it's funny, as I get older, I'm, I notice like, you know, the alcohol affects my sleep, the sugar affects things. And, you know, I become more aware before I eat something. I know exactly what's going to happen to me when I eat it, before I eat it. So I, I you know, it's, it's a risk reward kind of. I get it. I mean, I definitely am a person who I feel like when I'm eating sugar, you know, it, it makes me feel kind of crazy and I do, I'm not living my best life. So for now, I just said right now in my year of health, 
today I'm not having sugar. That doesn't mean that on my anniversary, I'm not having a piece of cake. But right now, I just, it's like 77 days or something, whatever it I is. I love that. Now, wh- why is this your, what made you decide to make this your year of health? Um, I recently turned 60, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't even like for so long, I've avoided the age question. And then finally you're like, okay, but it, why, why do that? Just be who exactly. you are. You know? And, you know, I'm at this chapter of my life where it's like, I feel like I'm in the third part and I want to live the best, longest, most joyful life. And what that looks like for me is I need to lose some weight. Um, what it looks like for me is I need to drink more water. I need to get better sleep. I need to say no to things. I need to, you know, not grind every day. I'm, you know, I'm definitely that person. So I'm a really hard worker. That's always who I've been. And, you know, we created this business out of a thread without even a plan. So it's like I was sort of cruising into, you know, spending this lovely little third chapter with my guy. And, you know, my life took a left turn. And so in all of that, I just want to be intentional. It's like, what do I want my life to look like? You know, what, what, how do I want to treat myself? You know, what do I want to say no to? And we're, you know, we're on a public platform. We got people having every opinion about what we say and what we don't say and everything from our politics to our religion to whatever. And there's this also a time of like, I just think we got to stand up and be who we are, which sometimes means I might say something that someone doesn't like. And it's okay if someone doesn't want to follow my page. I'm not for everybody. I'm, I'm like tomato soup, you know? But what I am is, you know, there's lots of, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like a second mother or a sister for lots of people, you know? And I, I had this amazing mother um, who, by the way, died in her 60s. And um, so I'm just like, I got to take care of myself. It's not a five-minute process. I want to have a year where I'm saying, this year, I am dedicating my health I'm going to do all of these different things. I'm not going to be in any worry about the scale or how many, you know, whatever, because if I'm doing the right things, you know, and that for me is eating less. It's like saying, oh, wow, I love to eat, which means seems at most meals, I'm eating 20% more than I need to. So what would it be like if I stopped that entirely? What would it be like if I say, you know what, I think after six o'clock at night, I'm not really going to eat unless it's the weekend and I'm with Roy. And then I know that's our life is that we have dinner at eight and I don't expect him to stop everything do that, but during the week, reason when I come into Chicago to work, that I can't, you know, have a different life where it's like I get up and, you know, I'm on my Peloton. And the point is, even if I'm eating at eight o'clock at night, I don't need to be overeating. It just means I don't have to live by like rigid rules about my life, but I've got to be moving toward health. This is it. I mean, for any of us on the planet, this is the absolute youngest we're ever going to be for any of us. Yep. So, yep. how do we want to spend our time in my? man that I share with my life with says, time is not infinite, Terry. We have a finite amount of time here. And how do you want to spend that time? So that was like my aha moment for uh, 2020. And I just want 2021 to be healthy. And I want to see my kids and I want to feel like I'm living my best life. And that means really taking better care of my body. Um, and that means not working as hard as I do. Cause I'm, a, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you are too. I'm a really, really hard worker. Yeah, no, it's, you really touched on something and it's sort of what I am hoping women that are in midlife or possibly entering, you know, that last chapter that you, you know, I want women to do what they need to do to live those years the best that they can mentally, physically, your health, everything. Uh, so I love hearing this. And I, I agree that when I did whole theory. I felt fantastic, especially after coming off a year of, um, you know, thinking that, oh my God, I'm going to die. So I might as well have that wine, might as well eat that cake, might as well have those cookies. And I mean, 
as I keep saying, the wheels came off the bus. And then, you know, next thing I know, I'm like, wait, I don't think I'm going to die. But now I've got like an extra 10 pounds and I feel crappy. So, you know, I had to take, I had to take control again. Exact same for me. You know, last year it was like, oh my gosh, it started with St. Patrick's Day and a, you know, wonderful corned beef. And then we was like, we kept getting corned beef and then we were making Reuben sandwiches, you know, and then it was like the summer of the BLT salad, you know, and then it was like a little ice cream in here might be good and some gluten-free cookies. And before you know it, there's chocolate ice cream and I'm having a little scoop every night and, it, you know, and it's like, oh, gluten-free macaroni and cheese. And then at a certain point I was like, you know what? I don't feel good. And I don't think this is good for my body. And I don't think it's good for my heart. And I have got to make a change. So in September, I did Whole30 with Stephanie in the group and I felt great. But I then I felt I kind of, I, and there was a wedding. Um, my partner's daughter was getting married. So I wanted to look good, you know, for, for the wedding. And then I felt like at a holiday time, I really fell off again. So I made a decision, January 4th, I'm starting. I gave myself the date. It was like, nothing is going to deter me from my year of health, nothing. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's what I'm doing. And Easter's coming up. And I know Roy is going to want to be making his layered potato. And I'm not saying a layered potato is bad. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I've had layered potatoes plenty in my life. This isn't my layered potato moment. So I, I know that later in the year, I'll get to like, oh, I'm so good on smaller portions. Now I can add in these other foods, but I don't feel ready yet. So I just feel like let's put the wheels on the bus. Let's do the training wheels. I'm working with Liz Josephsberg, who's an amazing health coach. And she helped people like, Jennifer Hudson, you know, lose a lot of weight and keep it off, which I'm like, okay, well, that seems good to me. So um, I'm working with her and I'm just, you know, I'm doing it. And I'm, you know, I, I prioritize the world all, all of the time. And it's like, I'm now prioritizing me. So it's big. That's good. No, I, I, I encourage self-love to me is, is important. And that is self-love is to take care of yourself so that the rest of your family and everybody that loves you can have you around a lot longer. So, you know, I, I, I applaud you for doing that. Um, I'm going to start, I'm starting something on April 9th. So I'm sort of, I kind of wanted, mine's more of a, a weight loss, but weight training for women in menopause kind of thing. So um, I, I, I'm not, I just decided that, you know, for a few weeks, if I want to eat a little something, I, I'm going to, but I'm still, I mean, still I'm so much healthier than, than I was a year ago. Oh my goodness. It was it was crazy. I was eating stuff I never eat. Well, you look amazing. So there's no part of me that's, by the way, having any determination about anybody else's life. I'm just like, how do I take care of me? You know, we raise kids, we teach them how to take care of themselves. You know, we, we have husbands, partners, coworkers, businesses, mothers, and we're all so busy taking care, you know, and I am a caretaker. So yeah. just, I've never really said, this is my time to take care of myself. I, work with a man, Tim Turner, who's amazing and, uh, you know, was a mentor for me in so many ways. And, and uh, he lived in Chicago and was a part of the business in many ways. And, you know, one day he just said, you know, we like, I love him and I count on him. And he's like my brother. He's like, I, I really need this time for me. And I'm going to move. I'm going to move to the Catskills. I'm, I'm going to move to New York. I'm going to. And I was like, you know what? You freaking deserve it. And we're going to mix, you know, miss the heck out of you. And, and I get that moment and I'm having that moment for myself. It's like, how do I, how do I do this? You know, and I've got a lot, I've got a weekly podcast. I've got weekly newsletter, Friday favorites. We have a pottery business where we've got a bunch of potters working for us. So, you know, and then there's the daily, you know, Instagram and I've got, you know, we've got 10 million views a month on Pinterest. I mean, that's just the truth is Pinterest is our biggest platform, you know, a half million people following on Facebook and, 
you know, 368,000 or something on Instagram. And, you know, then there's the blog. There is a lot to do all of the time and there's never an off button. So we got to all kind of figure it out. So, so you hit this, you started this career uh, path. Uh, how long ago? I mean, this isn't, you know, you weren't a kid when this all started. So, no, I mean, I feel like it's 2015. So what is that? Is wow. that six years ago? Six That's years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And my kids were, you know, and my kids were nearly out of the house and I was just like, you know, I, I tell the story, I said to my good friend, Kate Schifrin over a washing machine that we were looking at in Sears, I was like, I, I want something more for my life, you know, but I don't know what that is. And I, you know, I had been an event producer, but once I got divorced, I, I, I and my uh, kid's dad moved to the East Coast. I was really home with my kids in high school and I was fortunate and blessed and, and all of that, you know, and I know that and privileged, you know, to do that. I spent years with my parents exiting them off the planet. My mom gone 21 years, my dad gone you know, seven. And so, you know, there was once my parents were gone, you know, devastating, but I was glad I gave them that time. Once my kids were nearly out of the house, it was just like, you know, I'm with Roy and I love what we have, but I actually need something in my life that's more. And I want this moment for myself. So that's kind of my thought, but it was really, it could have been like, I'm going to work for a florist. It could have been, I'm going to start a book club. I I don't know what it was. I never had an idea about starting a business. It wasn't. I mean, I'm a business person. You know, I've had a lemonade stand like from three years old every day. So I am that girl selling lemonade outside. I am by nature a salesperson. It's just, it's just who I am as a human being, you know, but I don't think it was like, oh, I'm going to, I want this big life or I want, you know, I, I want to write a book or I'm going to, you know, have a best-selling book. I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to be, no. I mean, when I saw blogs, I thought they were cool, but I don't consider myself a writer. And so I was like, well, in what world am I going to be like a writer writing things? I hate writing recipes. I still hate them. I love to cook, you know? So it was really like so many things happened, you know, people showed up one after another, after another, you know, we, I approached one brand about a collaboration that turned into, you know, being brand ambassadors for many brands, you know, for like a year long period, you know, and in the beginning it was really me and, you know, my friend Zach, who we'd been really close and his, he worked for somebody and it, it, it turned out his job changed and he was, you know, off. And I was like, do you want to try to do this with me for like a year? I'll guarantee you, you know, like I'll pay you this much and, and let's just, let's just see if we can do it. And so we began, I mean, in the beginning, I, ne- I didn't pay myself for years. You know, I, I, I just was like doing it. I just thought we were having a heck of a lot of fun and we really were, you know, but, you know, all kinds of miracles showed up, all kinds of helping hands. And we were often in the right place in the right time, in the right timing. And, you know, and the same thing, I went out and made things happen too. I knocked on doors and was like, you know, hire us for this, let us do this, give us a chance. You don't even have to pay us, you know. And, and so we, we've grown the business organically. We know how it works because we've done every part of it, you know. And the pottery business was really... I loved making my marinated onions. I wanted a specific kind of bowl. I'd had some other bowls. They really were quite right. They were too heavy, too tall, you know, and I wanted, I was like, I really want it for my marinated onions. Um, and at one point I'd gotten something at a farmer's market, wasn't quite right. So I went to a potter and was like, can you make this? And this is, I want this handle and I want this and, and I want that. And then we said, let's just make 50 extra. And, you know, within two weeks we had a business, we had a business running at a profit. Amazing. So it's like all um, organic and, and, but I love that you, you are doing what you love, love and it. you 
how, I mean, you know, you can wake up every day and be excited for that day because you're doing what you love and that you found your, this career of yours in midlife. That's so fabulous. I love that. Totally. And it, 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 you know, I always say we created no crumbs left out of a thread. Like we had a thread and we just followed the thread and we kept following the thread and we kept following the thread. And I mean, I know it's like when you hear about, you know, someone who's like a CEO of a company and you're like, okay, you know, the woman from Spanx, amazing, but it's like, oh, could I ever do that, be that? But I think it's like, you know, we created out of a thread and out of a love and we just kept sort of listening and believing and following it. And I never expected the pottery to be a business. You know, it's a legitimate business and we've got many different products. We started from one bowl where we've got, you know, a whole slew of products and product lines and, and um, it's so much fun and I love pottery and I love it. And I, there's nothing I love more when people come over and want to talk to me about pottery. And my thing is like, I don't even care if you buy something, right. but if you're like, oh, I want to see this bowl or tell me about this glaze or I love doing that. I answer every single message myself. You yeah, might think, you know, yeah, that's, you might that's think. how you and I started. I think I was this last <laughs> time I was on Whole30 and I said, oh my God, this, I made something from your cookbook and I like held it up and I, I put a link and I tagged you on Instagram. I think it was my Instagram stories. And I was like, guys, this cookbook is, is if you're doing Whole30, you have to have this cookbook. It's, it's fabulous because I was so into it this last time. And you got, you responded to me like immediately, like within minutes. And I was like, oh my God, I was so, wow, <laughs> that rarely happens, you know? What might be good or might be bad, I'm not sure, but I respond to all of the messages. And, you know, and a lot of time people want to talk about, you know, if people really want to talk about rest of your question, I'm always like, go to the blog. We will answer that, you know, right away. Um, and other people want to see those things too. But, you know, in terms of the pottery, in terms of life and, you know, our Friday favorites, they're about everything from cooking fatigue to, you know, to beauty tips, to grief, you know, to how do we remember people we love? You know, last week we had something on a virtual trip to, Paris, where I gave like uh, the recipe for the best sandwich that I've ever had. Uh, this week, I'm talking all about breakfast. And so every week we're talking about something and it goes out to our subscribers and people love it. I mean, people are like, if they don't get their Friday favorites, I will get like, you know, I will get like a message. It's like, I didn't get the Friday favorites. Where is it? And it's like, oh, you got to look in junk or social or promotions because that's what happens when we send them. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun. And, you know, we've added team members. I've got my, my, my Lucy who lives in... Um, they're my youngest and live in California, working on Friday favorites with me from a totally different viewpoint of like a 23-year-old, you know, and Lucy's just always on the pulse of sort of what's happening on the planet and pushing me, pushing me out of my comfort zone, pushing me to be, you know, to be an ally in every way that I can and to, and to, and to mean it, you know, and to live that. Intentionally, uh, yeah. Intentionally, and it's, yeah. and not to have it be something that's, you know, for show or, you know, to be able to, to say, to be able to, in the quiet moments, you know? So I'm, I'm, this is the truth. I am not a big world gal. I think of us as big world or small world people. I'm a small world people. I'm very happy with my, I always say my circle of five. I'm happy with my very best friends. I got my iPhone. I got my computer. Um, you know, I love my Fitbit. You know, I love my Peloton, but I'm happy with my small world. You know, I, every weekend I go to Michigan, about an hour and a half away. I, I'm in my cabin. Um, with my guy and we have a lovely weekend sitting by the fire and I'm very, very happy with a life like that. I don't need a giant world. It's interesting that this has all happened for me and I am very outgoing, but the truth is also internally, I'm actually in my own way, an introvert. I mean, in my own way, 
I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of shy inside here, you know? So I think uh, you can be both. I think you can be both. You know, I, 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 I'm the same way. Everybody thinks I'm a complete extrovert and I am for the most part, but there's, there's things that I definitely go inward and I'm very quiet about, you know, that's totally, I, I, I just, I just love your story. I just think that it's so inspiring, you know, that, you know, look for those little threads maybe, and that can lead to something else. I love that. And don't decide your, your chapters are written when your kids go off. It's like, I just, this is my goal. I couldn't be one of these mothers. It's like so sad. And my life has collapsed because my kids have gone on. It's like, if we've done a really good job, then our kids do go on. And I remember when they were little thinking, how will I ever survive when my kids leave? How, how is that going to be possible? But nature takes care of that. And by the time your kids go in your own way, you're also ready for them to go. They need to, to fly. Do, you, do I want my you know, son living in the, his bedroom here? No, absolutely. I want him off having, you know, a wonderful life. And then we, you know, we commune and I'm very close to my kids. I talk to my kids almost every day, but I don't want to be an impediment on their life. You know, I want them to go forward and I want us to have times we get together and we love and enjoy each other, but I want them to have wonderful, a wonderful life without me. And I didn't want to be one of these, like, you know, I'm divorced. My kids are out of the house. I have a career. And what I'm saying is, and, and to be sad. So my feeling is that's okay if all that's happened to you, but figure out your next chapter. And it doesn't mean that you're going to, you know, write a best-selling book, but it, it, but it's like, find the thread for yourself that makes your life passionate and wonderful. And, you know, I, I had romance that, that happened. The great love of my life is, you know, in, in my, in my mid forties, you know, that the great love of my life I met, you know, after I got divorced, you know, I'm a regular woman, I'm a regular looking person. And everybody was like, oh, you can never meet a man after whatever, or you can never meet a partner, you know, man, woman, whatever, gay, straight, tall, short, fat, thin, you can, you know, at a certain age. And it's like, you know, you're more, you know, you're more likely to get hit by a bus. Well, it's like, I'm, I'm not going to do any of that. You know, I went out and uh, that happened for me. And, and, and it's still, you know, the truth is after 13 years, you work at love being, you know, fantastic. And I feel so lucky to have had this wonderful chapter. You know, I just, it's like, it, for sure, he's the love of my life. You're, you are lucky, but I, I think that, I think the, the message here is that you're lucky, but this can happen for anybody at any time. And that's why I implore women in midlife, if, you know, life does throw you some lemons you know, don't, don't just go hide and give up that, that to me, like giving up is not the answer. It should not be an option. And that, you know, you can have a little time to go lick your wounds. I got it. I got it. But at some point, you know, you need to dust yourself off and get back on that horse and, and figure out, I think it's kind of lovely that we can have many starts, many loves, many, you know, many, I don't think like what, so when people used to, I remember my grandmother used to say, this is so cute, um, you know, that she believes that we, that we don't just have one soulmate, that there are many. And it's just, hap- if you happen to meet them, you're lucky, you know, but that there's many, not tons, but there are various people out there and you might meet them, you might not. So you're not, you don't just necessarily get one soulmate kind of thing. And, and I love that coming from a, a woman like that, that you know, who was older and telling me this, you know, my grandma and I'm like this young girl, she's, you know, cause I'm sure some guy broke my heart and I'm like, but he was my soulmate. She was like, oh, please. 
you know, oh, please stop it, lady. You know, stop it, young girl. So, it, you know. Something Roy always says, which I really like, is like, you don't discover a soulmate. Soulmates are made. That happens after a period. That happens. That's something you create together and you can become that. But it's, it's you know, and I like that. I like that because it's not like we were an instant soulmate, but I mean, he is really, you know, my partner and I feel lucky to share my life with him and he demands and cares about having my attention. And I am happy to be in this part of my life. You know, and my thing is like, Roy, I want us to grow old, healthy. I want to go to Bora Bora and swim in the ocean nude. You know, I want to, you know, live a beautiful, beautiful life. And I want us to do everything that we can to our health so that we can do that. And that's what this year is about for me, for sure. I, I love it. I'm, I'm, love that your 2021 is like you've got your goals and you know for yourself and that you're taking your your health and yourself you know making yourself number one and it's true as moms particularly we tend to just give so much and you know wives whatever it's just it's you have to at some point well you don't have to I mean women can do whatever they want that's the thing is like I don't stand in judgment people have got to do what what makes them feel better I just implore women to put themselves somewhere at the top of the list, you know, um, whether, and to take their health and themselves, you know, a little bit more seriously, uh, because you're right. We only have one life and I want to live it as healthy and as well as I can, you know, and I'm glad. So let me ask you before we wrap this up, is there, what's next? What's next? Do you have anything you can tell us? Um, I am, you know, it's interesting. If someone had said to me five years ago, what's your five-year plan, right? I would have been like, I, I don't even have one. Right. So I feel like so much of what's happened for me is as a result of doing the next right thing, doing the next right thing. And there's just a lot on my plate between the podcast, you know, between Friday Favorites. Um, we're a creator for Pinterest, which we really love doing. And, and we're looking at working with them in some wonderful ways. So we're going to keep doing what we're doing. Molly, who I've got on the team, is really great about pushing us off our comfort zone. And, you know, we're doing reels and we're getting on TikTok. Oh, yeah. I'm on Clubhouse. I haven't actually done anything, but I've got my name. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I just hosted my first one this past week, and it was it was interesting. I mean, it's kind of fun. I found you know what I found interesting between you and me, and uh, and everybody else that's listening, is that I was surprised to see at least the the Clubhouse that I moderated. Uh, people were so open and real, and there, I was shocked to see how many women were older than me. Usually I'm like the old lady in the room, you know, when it comes to like a lot of these social media things. And I'm always like, oh God, here comes another one. So of course I went in a clubhouse like, oh God, here we go. And I was really surprised when women would say, oh, I'm 65 and I'm, you know, 68. And then there was another one was like, I'm 54. I'm, and I was amazed. But then I thought about it and I think that it's easy to use and you just have to put up a little picture of yourself and you can be sitting and talking to people in your underwear and nobody knows. And that, that's like really liberating and having honest conversations. Like people were really open and raw and I loved that. I thought it was fabulous. So I'm going to, I'm going to, going to do it at some point. I, I just, you know, I'm trying to stretch the day to have more hours. I'm but, the same way. I'm like, what all I need is like one more time suck. Right. <laughs> that's, but, you know, I, I find myself opening up a clubhouse while I'm like putting on my makeup and just putting it down and listening. So, you know, there's like little moments of the day that I can find it. So yeah, I think you might like it once you got into it. But you know what? You've got so much on your plate. 
I got it. Right. I got and it. And I want to tell you the big thing I'm doing in April is that I'm taking a vacation and I'm turning my phones over to my crew here. And um, so I'm going away with my guy and we, we actually had something planned for this coming weekend. A group of us, like, like a year ago, we um, planned it. And I, here's a nice thing about being my age in Indiana, I can get a vaccine. So um, we're vaccinated and it's like, we're going. And um, anyways, it turned out that through a set of circumstances, we're not going. So we're going in April, we're all set. And I'm looking forward to having a legitimate week off. And I don't know in the last six years that I have taken a legitimate week off, but I'm going to do it. So that's my, that's my big plan. I love it. I'm so, it was so nice to have you and to like see you and speak with you and learn from you. And I love that you are really doing it. And I, in this chapter of your life, I'm so excited for you. That's so wonderful. And so inspiring. Uh, one thing I want to ask is, who was the person who uh, told you about me? Oh, one of my one of my girlfriends. I don't even know how she found your cookbook. I think she was just looking for, uh, like, on on Amazon. I think she put in like oh, whole thirty, whole thirty. Yeah. And um, you know, and we went over to her house. This is like well, about two years ago, or no, a year and a half ago. And we were going to start Whole30 and we were talking, the, the, you know, this is before the pandemic, way before, uh, like a year before. So it was, and she br- brings out this cookbook and she goes, oh, you got to, you got to flip. So I was flipping, I was over at her house uh, with our husbands and our kids. We all get together and let them play. And, and we called it, we call it Minecraft uh, uh, Mondays or Sunday or Fridays. And so we're over at our house and I'm flipping through the cookbook. I'm like, oh, these recipes look fantastic. And I, I went home and I ordered it. So we both had it. So this time she was like, hey, I'm going to make, uh, I forgot what recipe she said. And I made the one with the steak and the, uh, the skillet seared sirloin. I remember that. That was the first recipe I made from this. And, uh, you know, we kind of went back and forth. I used it a bit. I, there's a... Um, the one dressing you have, I made that all the time with the tahini. Yeah, yeah, zesty, yeah. I love that. And I would dip carrots in it and then I'd use it as a dressing. I was, and I would make it all the time. So that I've used, I think, every whole 30 since I've gotten this cookbook. That's like my go-to. And then this last time, she she's uh, she's not able to cook as much. She's like remodeling her house and she's living with her father-in-law and whatever. So she wasn't cooking as much. And she's super busy, you know, with the house and doing other stuff. So I kind of took it upon myself to be sort of like the leader. So I'm like, okay, I'm making this from no crumbs left. And they'd be like, yum. And, and the other favorite this last time was the, uh, the shrimp pad thai. That was like, I made that a few times. It's so good. And you can do chicken. You can do beef. You can do mushrooms. I mean, you can take it as a jumping off point and you can do it. You can, instead of cooking it all, you can actually make it a salad and do a steak with it. So there are, that's what I like about my recipes is it's a jumping off point and you can take it so many directions. Oh, yeah. And you can, you know, and you can take one element from one recipe and kind of mix it with another. And I like it kind of because the flavors are layered, which as I said, was what was so important to me was just not to eat anything that was like one dimensional. I just don't get it. I, I don't, I don't like that anyway. I like flavor and I like, you know, but I like to be, I'm a foodie. So I like, I like my yeah, food. We love- I love food. You know, this is yeah. why like yeah. when, when I, um, when someone said, uh, th- that I know that said, um, 
that got COVID and that they've lost, you know, lost their sense of taste for a while. I'm like, I would like that for about a week so I could lose a few pounds, but right. I don't think I could handle it. No, I feel the same way. I mean, yeah. that's like that. I would, I wouldn't know what to do. So thank you so much. This has thank been you. amazing. I, I feel like I'm talking to like one of my girlfriends for a while now. So anyway, I'm going to wrap it up and say goodbye. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot. Also, I have a new pro-aging podcast weekly. So please email lauren at fountainof30.com for sponsorship opportunities. Take care, everyone. And until next time, be well. Be well.